Here comes the Andy. <laughs> you had so much time to prepare, and that was very well planned. <laughs> I uh, changed my ringtone to Here Comes the Andy. So that every time the classic called, song everyone knows it so well the classic wedding bells song of andy mangold clang 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 walking down the aisle all dressed in white to his beautiful bride that was me this, it's done i did it you know what i'm excited about what are you excited about linda I'm excited about the names of these episodes and how they're going to back up one against each other. So the last one will be called The Breakup, and then this one's going to be called The Wedding. Mm. And that's really going to hook people in, I think. Except that's not how we name the episodes. The last one, I but believe I, uh, I called I believe I believe called the last one Splashed by Garbage Water in Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because you had just been splashed Wait. by garbage water. <laughs> it's also I mean, symbolic also garbage out. water. Life was also... As Life it were, splashing water. you with garbage water. It's true. Well, okay, I'll take it. Hopefully I don't get splashed with anything tonight. Where are you tonight? I'm in the same place I always am. I'm currently on Barry and Grand, which is maybe where we were like two or three episodes ago. Yeah, I had an episode called that, but I think it was like seven episodes ago. Yeah. This is fun, well, talking about the title of the show. People love that. They do. But... I think it's kind of like um, episodes of Family Matters or Full House where they would go on location to Disney World or something. I've never and seen I've never seen a single episode of Family Matters in my entire life. What? And what? I have seen more Full House than I am proud of because my sister used to like watching it. But yeah. I don't think I've ever seen an on-location episode. Well, yeah, like when they go to Disney World, the camera like the film speed that they're filming at or whatever is all different and it just looks different it looks oh, kind of right like, right it's like the production quality is just a little bit a little right. bit different when it's shooting outdoors instead of on the sound stage yeah i always loved that because it felt like ooh, this is a special episode and this is a special episode because you just got married yeah you just moved into your apartment it's a new era for the podcast it really is yeah we, had, we took a lot two. of time off too i mean people won't know this unless they check in the notes where i leave the date we recorded because we are so so rich with backup episodes that we we can just keep releasing every week and we don't record. But it's been a minute. You've been getting been settled in your new apartment. I've been yep. trying to figure out how to organize a wedding and doing that. So, yep. uh, but yeah, now we can get back in our groove. And now it's happened. Back in our groove thing. I have a new ring to fiddle with. I love fiddling with shit. So this is like Ooh. dream come true. Nothing, nothing new thing to fiddle with. I know. And I also went to my best friend's wedding last week. Oh, don't even get me started on your goddamn pictures of Italy. It was obscene. <laughs> I almost muted you on Instagram. It was disgusting. I know. I wonder how many people muted me. I was just like, I don't care. I'm going for it. Not not, not even the, uh, I don't even mean because of the quantity of posts, though you were <laughs> on a posting kick. I just mean the oh, yeah. the quality of the scenery and the architecture <laughs> and everything just seemed a little too perfect. And it made me mad. You're like, go fuck yourself, Linda. Basically. How was that? How was your trip, though? My trip was great. Um, so the first leg of the trip, I went to Hilton Head, South Carolina, for a Help Scout retreat. And I was there for only a few days because I had to scoot back on up to JFK to catch my flight to <laughs> Italia. I also started doing that a lot, so get get ready. Great. Very excited. <laughs> um, the retreat was good. And, you know, as you know, I'm going through breakup stuff also. So mm -hmm, it's... Mm -hmm. 
it's weird to be going through all of these pre-scheduled fun times uh, while your yeah. heart and mind are adjusting to your new reality. Yeah. Because probably in your current a... mental state, you wouldn't be like, ah, yes, time to go to Italy now. But, of course, right. that was scheduled in the past. <laughs> exactly. When you do not know and... how you would feel on this moment. Exactly. And so uh, part of me was on certain occasions not having the best time. But then at other moments, it was exactly what I needed. And it was so perfect and so wonderful. And I felt so grateful for every second of it. Um, especially being in Italy with my BFF and his lovely new bride. I um, just had a really wonderful time with him. And uh, some people in his family that I hadn't met before, his uh, brother has been in a long relationship with somebody that I've just like managed to never meet and I loved her so much and she has this thick southern accent and she kind of talks like this and that was really fun <laughs> to be around in Italy the contrast was great yeah <laughs> and I also got to perform some best man duties oh that I was not anticipating whatsoever did you give a toast you, you'd be a good toast giver <laughs> I didn't give a toast so on the first night the bride stood up in the middle of just hanging out. Um, there was nothing planned to give up there to get up and start talking or anything like that. But she just out of nowhere stood up and gave the most heartwarming speech that everyone started crying. And I think from that moment on, like everybody was terrified to get up and say anything because she had already raised the bar to like, well, if everyone in the room isn't crying, you haven't done a really good job. Um, so I was a little afraid after that, but the morning of the wedding, I got to take my friend on a walk, look over his vows, talk him through his jitters. He was, uh, he was very nervous. Yeah. It was very sweet. Yes. And, um, then I ended you up pat holding on the, the back rings. and said, there, there, dude. <laughs> yeah. I said some stuff about this is the last vagina. Yeah, man. You're ever going to see. Last you pussy you're ever going to taste. I hope it's good. Hey. You guys you still got time. Meet a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing my best man thing okay? <laughs> um, but no, it was great. And it was very sweet. And I think that it brought us all a lot closer to each other. And I've already been friends with this person for, I don't know, 12 years or something. But it really solidified our friendship in a new way that it feels a lot like family now. So that was great. That's the best thing about weddings, in my opinion, is the the kind of uh, the pushing over the edge of certain relationships it can do to be like, no, you get to come to this day and participate in this thing, which is especially true for us because our ceremony was really small. We only had 36 people there, well, 37, uh, and then plus us. So we yeah. just picked the people we actually liked and really like cared about and like our actual part of our day-to-day lives. We favored people that like we saw a bunch over people that like maybe we knew for longer or, you know, had been friends for longer just if they weren't part of our normal day-to-day lives. So like we got to invite our neighbors. We have like two couples in the neighborhood that we'd be getting closer with, but like we're still new friends, right? Like, we've only really been hanging out with them for like the past six or seven months basically. Uh, right. And, uh, but it was really nice cause they're, they bought houses in the same neighborhood. So, you know, we're neighbors for the foreseeable future and similar Aww. age. And so it was really nice to be like, no, we want you to be part of the future of this. It was a nice kind of, I was really glad they were there. It was nice, nice to be, get to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. So sweet. I'm sorry to give toast though. Hillary has one friend, this guy, oh man, he's, uh, 
he's like a typical nerdy dude, right? Like he worked for this literature, his publishing company uh, out of college, mm-hmm. big reader. He's like uh, really into like pulp fictiony stuff and like very like culturally informed, knows about all the movies and music and TV shows. She's got very cool taste, glasses, whatever. Uh, but he gave this like, he's just like the one of the most affable, like naturally charming people I've ever met without apparently trying at all. Like, you know, you know, this like yeah. charming people where it's like clear that they're kind of like trying hard or that, you know, it's a skill they've practiced, you know, like right. some people, sometimes people call me charming, but it's in that like way where it seems practiced. Like I, I know the right like little quips to say when I'm meeting new people and like we'll make eye contact and shake hands and like, you know, that kind of charismatic thing. Right. Uh, which I, I don't actually, I don't, <laughs> I don't love that trait about me. It's fine. It's whatever. But this guy has what I really want, which is that. He stood up to give a little speech, and he was just, like, you know, stumbling over his words and talking about how he didn't prepare anything and didn't really know Aww. what to say. But the just everything about his, like, body language and, like, word choice and demeanor. Like, he says one word, and the entire room is completely on his side. They're like, this is the best guy. <sighs> He's the funniest guy. We love him. He's so charming. Yep. Uh, and so he just gave this kind of, like, rambling speech for, like, seven minutes with the whole room hanging on every word. And uh, it was, it was, I don't know. It was. It's a quite. An, it's quite an accomplishment, I think, to be able to to hold a room like that. It is. Yeah. I'm. I know a few people like that. Where you're just like, man. Everywhere you go, strangers fall in love with you. Yeah. Basically. Basically yeah. that. I feel like sometimes I'm that person, and sometimes I'm the opposite of that person. You. I think you're on that spectrum, right? Like, like you, you have the charm, but there's, like, of, of the spectrum of, like, my kind of charm where it seems, like, practice and rehearse and, like, I'm trying to make you like me because I am because I'm desperate for approval to, like, uh-huh. his kind of charm where it doesn't appear, it appears to be completely authentic and he's not trying and it's in the not trying that somehow it works even better. You're, like, in the middle of that spectrum, I think. Like, okay. Like, so I'm a little bit of a tryhard. I don't not. mean it like that. I mean, to be clear, <laughs> I'm over there on the other side of the spectrum, right? That That's me. So I, I'm not trying to throw it under the bus completely. But, uh, right. but yeah, he's just it's like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't make eye contact. And somehow that works for him. <laughs> like, you know. Can you, think of, can you think of a celebrity that has the supernatural appeal of charm? Would, like, a John Hamm What's a celebrity? Be? It's like this friend of ours. Um, no, not at all like John Hamm. Um, okay. Somebody like, uh, like, this is not perfect, but, like, Almost kind of like Aubrey Plaza e. Ooh, okay. The, the you know the gender identity's off, but right the, with her kind of like she doesn't really care if you like her. She's just like herself completely. What about Parker Posey? I don't know who Parker Posey is. Okay, all right. I bet if you look her up, you're gonna have a huge crush on her. Oh well, I mean, it <laughs> seems like a pretty safe bet, knowing me. Oh, Speaking of uh, crushes, I listened to that episode with Chiverches. Yeah, you listened to the Chiverches episode? What'd you think of it? I also have a huge crush on her. Okay, good. You were either going to be like, you were either going to be like, I don't get it at all. You're a weird creep. Or you were going to be also in love with her. No, she is just so cute and so articulate. And she has this accent that you just want to squeeze her. Yes. So great. Chiverches. Chiverches. That's how she says it. It's pretty good. Yeah. And she was funny. Yes, she's That's extremely really funny. funny. That's the thing. Everything about her was very charming and witty. Um, I'm still trying to think of another celebrity that would be similar to the friend I'm, tra- I'm describing. It's going to hit you at midnight. It, it'll, it'll hit me at some point, and I'll interrupt the conversation. We can continue on, though. Okay, great. Uh, so 
What type of wedding stuff do you want to talk about? This just happened yesterday. You just got married yesterday. Well, Teddy, I got married on Saturday, technically. Yesterday was the oh, reception, okay. though. So yesterday was like the big party with like 200 people. Okay. Was... I thought that yesterday was the thing. The actual ceremony was Saturday. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what there's to talk about. I mean, it went well. We got very lucky, and the weather was literally perfect, like in every single way. We, we scheduled, you know, an October wedding. We wanted like you know, kind of first day of fall vibes, but it ended up being like literally the first day of fall because it was 80 degrees <laughs> on Wednesday of that week and like right. 80 degrees on Thursday and then the temperature just dropped and then on Saturday it was like, oh. you know, 60, 55 degrees and clouds parted right before the ceremony and it was like perfect, you know, golden hour twilight. Like everything just came out perfectly, which was all just luck basically. That um, is so great. Yeah, I don't know. The thing, I was, the thing I'm kind of struck by is like, uh, I did not have any nerves at all whatsoever. Like you're describing, you know, your friend was feeling like nervous and fidgety a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any of that, which I think for me Did is a good thing. Like, I think some people not being nervous would be an indicator of them like not taking it seriously or, you know, whatever. But, did you uh, two um, write your own vows? I did write my own vows. Uh, yeah. So that was the thing that my friend was nervous about. He doesn't love speaking in front of people. And I think you oh, get yeah. a lot of practice. So. Yeah. I, I don't mind yeah. speaking in front of people. That was, that was not a thing for me. So that was not going to be a, a source of nerves either. But yeah, yeah, it was just like, I actually, so Hillary wanted to spend the night before the wedding with her friends at the hotel because her friends were coming in from out of town. She doesn't get to see all the time. And she was going to get, get ready with them the next day all day. So uh, she just wanted to stay there. So I ended up staying at her house alone the night before our wedding. Because oh, that's fun and I sad. Didn't, I didn't want to get a hotel room because I'm stubborn. And the whole reason I got married in Baltimore <laughs> is I want to be in my house with my dog. And someone's got to walk the door anyway. But Did you get so I, wasted like, alone? No, I was out <laughs> with people until like, you know, 1130 or something. And then I came back and went to bed. Uh, gotcha. But uh, but I spent the whole morning just, you know, alone, pilling around the house, uh, which I was fine. Like, I didn't feel lonely. I didn't feel nervous. And I just, like, put everything in nice piles to get organized to leave. And we left at, like, 2 o'clock or whatever to go start things. But uh, Andy, what were you thinking about, though, on that morning? Uh, I was going through all the logistics. I had made lots of checklists. And I was making sure I wasn't going to forget anything because I was responsible for bringing all the stuff to the ceremony location. Okay. The so I was just, you so know. So it was a lot of, like, lists and stress. Not even stress. I mean, because the lists give me comfort. I know I'm not forgetting anything because I have the lists. So there's no reason to stress. Uh, but no, I wasn't like, uh, I don't know. I was, I, I like wrote and rewrote my vows a bunch of times that morning. I had written them a couple days before, but I like continued to edit them and try and yeah. get them out to be as short as possible because I really value brevity in any kind of, I, I, I value brevity in all communication, but I especially value brevity in any kind of like, <laughs> emotional communication because yeah. I feel like, uh, I don't know. There's like normal attention spans, which are already really low. Like the attention span that some, you know, client at work is going to have for like a long detailed email I know is low. But I also feel like this, the emotional attention span is like a different kind of thing where it's like you can't only process. Mm. You can only process people's feelings in like small batches. And so it's like you have to communicate with the fewest possible words. Like what right. your unique feeling is in order for people to actually get it. Because as soon as you start rambling on they just start extrapolating and projecting and you know inventing more things to fill in the space so i don't know i spent a lot of time trying to get him really short i did i was proud of that <laughs> um yeah did you cry know. uh i was like choked up when i was reading my vows but uh yeah. but that was the only time i got like well i got a little choked up when people were giving speeches too because we so we um like my best friend for life i like said hey if you want to give a speech you can like, so he did uh and then we had some other friends that had prepared uh Actually, they had each written like a poem for us, uh, inspired Aww. by. So, like, Hillary had a when Hillary graduated from her master's program, 
uh, four years ago now, I guess. Uh, we were just kind of in the early early stages of our serious relationship, and I planned a surprise party for her, and she loves letters, and so I invited a bunch of people to the surprise party uh, that were near and far, and attached to the invitation was a little card you could, like, rip off and write a little note to her, and I had everyone write a note to her and then, like, you know, presented them to her. Uh, and I had them letterpressed at a local letterpress studio. Oh, and my God! So, I, like, I went into yeah, the letterpress dude. shop, like, four and a half years ago and, you know, was picking out inks and stuff like that. And then it turns out, like, two years later, a year and a half later, the woman who was working at the letterpress shop that, like, processed that job became one of our very close friends. We didn't know her at the time, but she became, oh, wow. like, a great friend of ours. Uh, and so she always points to that moment as, like, this moment that, like, made her realize romanticism is not dead. And she was, like, always thinking about this, this random guy at the Aww. letterpress shop that did this thing. Then we became great friends. So she was at the wedding and, like, as a call out to that thing, she had a bunch of people write poems and they all stood up in like, you know, in succession and like read their poems. And then some people gave spontaneous toasts. And like, I really appreciated that. It was like, I feel like that was the payoff for our commitment to a small ceremony because people are not yeah. going to stand up and give spontaneous toasts to a room of 100 people or 200 people. But it was just like 30 of us. I think we're all just sitting around these tables, no microphone needed, no, 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 no amplification. And uh, I don't know, it, it, that made it, that was exactly what I wanted, right? Like people just to, say something if they wanted to say something and have the room small enough to accommodate that. Right. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I'm pretty charming. <laughs> good. Yeah, good job, dude. Way to make mm. any any guy who's listening feel small. No. <laughs> no I mean, I, um, I've been trying to get better at emotional communication, which is not a thing I was ever good at growing up. Yeah. So, like... Hillary didn't, Hillary did not, we didn't fight about this whole, like, stay at the hotel thing, but she wanted to stay at the hotel for the whole weekend. I didn't. I wanted to be in her house because yeah. I don't want to stay in a hotel. So, like, the compromise we came up with is that she would stay there the night before, and then the night after we would stay at her house. Basically, we split the difference. Uh, mm. But because of that, I also, uh, I wrote her a letter with, like, for different hours of the morning that I wasn't going to be there and, like, had them all timed out and had her friends give them to her as they, oh they my God. the time came. Because I Dude. couldn't be there while she was getting ready. I wanted to, like, You're things killing to me. Sorry. I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm going to cry. <laughs> so, that, um, I don't know. I got that little tingle in my nose that makes my eyes go, what? Oh, I have a tingle in my nose time? because I touched myself with a hot pepper earlier while I was cooking. <laughs> yeah, right. You're I do. You, I'm all tingly. You got feels, man. It's okay. Um, so, yeah. It was, a, it was a very nice weekend. It was everything I wanted it to be. We had no problems. No, like, issues. Two of our friends got got mega drunk and hooked up. That was fun. Hell <laughs> so. yeah. Say their full names right now. <laughs> Here's their social security numbers and Instagram <laughs> profiles. Look them up. Uh, Wait, so you didn't stay in a hotel on your wedding night? No. Gotta have that hotel room sex, man. Oh, we were way too tired. We just went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the funny thing about a wedding? It's like after it's, all of the hard work. I think it's pretty work. typical for most people. I mean, unless, it is. unless you're waiting for marriage, in which case, God knows, no amount of tiredness is going to stop you. Uh, but, uh, but no, we were like, we, we were out from, we were out until like almost 2am. We're like, no, we're, done. We're, <laughs> we're going to bed. Yeah. So, um, my friends, they were staying in this, uh, villa thing and they had just booked one that was big enough to fit both of their families. So they're you know, like six bedrooms or whatever. Six and... bedrooms in that one awesome bathroom, which we're going to talk about later. <laughs> yes. And, um, the parents of, I forget which set of parents it was, but we're sharing a wall with them on their wedding <laughs> the, night the, the night that they got married so they were like oh yeah that that's not happening tonight and um the next day or two days later they were planning on going to florence and i didn't have any plans since my plans had 
shifted. Yeah. And um, I had a car, so I said, well, I'll drive you guys to Florence, and then I'll just go do my own thing and give you a couple of romantic days there. Mm-hmm. So Give you a couple of nights in a bedroom not attached to your parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they spent a few nights there, and then they were going to meet back up with the parents in Rome. And... <laughs> We get there and a few, or no, okay, so we get there, I left them alone for the rest of the night, and then the next day, uh, we decided to meet up for a drink, and they said that their parents, uh, all morning and the night before, were texting them, saying, why aren't you sending us any pictures? We want to see what Florence looks like. (laughs) Lol. Uh, A little tone deaf there, parents. Leave your kids alone when they just want to get it on. Parents, read the read the read between the lines. Yeah, that was cute though. That is very cute. And also, I mean, kudos to anybody who is willing to travel with their parents like that. Yeah, I I've mean, never. My, uh, we didn't really. We did vacations when I was growing up, and it was always like the same thing. We go to the Jersey Shore, or you know, we do this established thing with like the whole family. I've never been on a like trip trip with either my parents it would be a very interesting thing yeah i haven't been since you know i was younger in college or something but it sounds horrible are you all settled in are you you back now and i saw your your apartment's looking really great that backyard is sweet i know i love it the backyard is pretty amazing to have that in brooklyn i know i lucked out or wherever you are technically so they showed me the backyard when I looked at the place the first time, but it didn't even hit me until I moved in that it's totally just my yard. I don't have to share it with anyone. Yeah, that's great. So crazy. That's fantastic. So, Wh- Which direction does it face, your yard? Like the, the back facade of your house faces which cardinal direction? It faces um, like northwest-ish. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you can see some so sunsets no, from there, probably. There's no okay. direct sunlight coming into that bedroom at all. Yeah, because so there's a north-facing window then, yeah. Yeah, so there are um, there are also buildings on either side of me that pretty much are close enough that they block all of the sunlight. But that's okay. I don't need a bright bedroom. The front room gets a lot of room, or a lot of light. And I got back from Italy on Wednesday... I spent Thursday packing. Oh my goodness. It's like a rave driving by. What kind of car this time? <laughs> That's a lowered Honda Accord. Mm, last time I think it was a what was it, a lowered Toyota Scion <laughs> or something? Or it was something it was it was like a smart a car, maybe yeah. a smart car, is that what it was? Oh yeah, it was. A little beep beep. Um <laughs> so yeah, I had my movers come. On Friday, and they uh, gave me shit for. They're like, "You just moved in here two months ago, right?" And I was like, "Shut up, just shut up." I don't want to talk about it. Did you hit him with the guilt trip? Uh, no, because they hardly speak any English. So oh. I just said, "I just said break up," and they said, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> and then they moved all of my shit in silence. Did <laughs> <laughs> they move it in silence in the rain, wearing like black coats or something? That yeah, would be good. It was very poetic like all the worst day ever and then um so they got all of my stuff uh into the new place which was great and then i uh had to go upstate and get some of my stuff from colin's brother's place 
And I rented a U-Haul um, with my BFF from high school, and we went up there to get all the stuff. And for some reason, like, life just kept me from finding a bathroom the whole trip back. Oof. And so um, I kind of, like, bled all over a U-Haul seat. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was... It's just funny sometimes. Like, I wasn't sad, and I wasn't upset about it either. Like, to me... It was just one of those moments where you're like, yes, the world has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. It's There's been a lot of blood on U-Haul seats, too, if, if my <laughs> U-Haul rentals are any indication. Uh, They're made was... of vinyl. They clean up real good. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that on Saturday <laughs> the hard way. Um, anyways, so other than that, everything has gone really smoothly, and I've I'm just doing the work now. I'm just unpacking and moving stuff around and going to Ikea and I have the whole week off of work to make this place feel like a home, which I'm extremely grateful for. And it's already starting to feel like it. It feels really good. Yeah. I feel a little awkward that life finds us on the other, uh, the opposite ends of the life changes spectrum. But uh, I think you're going to have a great little apartment there. It seems like a good spot. I'm excited for you too. Yeah. Could we talk about that bathroom now? Yes. Was it Which in a turret? The one that appeared to be in a turret. Yes. So somebody had turned, I guess, what is called a turret. What is a turret? What does that mean? What is? What oh, I don't think it's so. Original I think, use. I think a turret specifically refers to a military structure, but a turret would be like on a uh, retaining wall around a castle or some other protected area. The turret would be like the tower on the corner that had like, you know, gunmen or bowsmen or uh whatever in it to, pr- to protect it i think it's probably yes. called like a spire or something else when it's on a non that makes military sense. building <laughs> i'm not actually sure of the correct terminology but yeah. it seemed to be in a a tower like shape you <laughs> climbed up a spiral staircase and there was like the bathroom it looked like the bathroom had like fallen down the stairs and just just <laughs> displayed itself you know splayed out uh along these like along in this like weird tower Yes. So it was a long cylindrical tower shape with a spiral staircase. And at the bottom of it was a little door with a toilet behind it and a little sink area. And then you could go up the spiral staircase to another toilet that I don't even remember if it had a door. I don't think it it did. did. I think just the fact that it spiraled up and around was privacy enough. Oh, is it meant to be like a... Those toilets can be used simultaneously, kind of thing. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I always assumed the bottom of that staircase must have been a locked door, but it sounds like no. No, there was another toilet down there that I don't think I I got. The Instagram story yeah. did not capture this detail. I know. I it was a difficult thing to document, but pretty crazy, right? Well, yeah, and then I saw the matching bidet, and I'm I just I, I really wish we had bidets in the states. It's such a it's a much better way of living life, and I'm always jealous whenever people have them. Plus that cool shower. It was a very cool space. I'm also, um, yeah, I'm jealous of the bidet use. And I even went to this hotel where there wasn't room for a bidet in the bathroom. So they had this little butt shower installed. Oh, yeah. I saw the butt shower. toilet. And that's amazing. That's a pretty typical way to do it, I think. It's just, you know, have the, basically like, you know, the removable shower head thing, but just installed next to the toilet. Right. I need to get one of those. We'll have another talk after this about how to get me one of them installed into my house that's on my short list whenever we renovate our bathroom is doing something like that i wish we had room for an actual standalone bidet but we'll probably just settle for the butt shower attachment as you mentioned america get on it with the butt bath it is 
crucial. I don't understand. Like, it's just it's insanity. It's up there with, like, our lack of federally mandated and supported maternity leave and our, like, lack of <laughs> nationalized health care is, like, the most insane things we do in this country is that we still use toilet paper like animals. Exactly. It's terrible. But, uh, it's so wasteful. I, I don't know if... Mm, so it's a t- difficult... It's going to be a bit of a a bit of a challenge to navigate this topic without sounding like a total weirdo. But I don't think I've ever talked about this with anybody before. But I feel like I have very strong reactions to like bathrooms in places. Like I feel like okay. bathrooms are like a very intimate, like special space, and like interesting architectural bathrooms are like a kind of odd fascination of mine. N- not in a creepy way. I don't have like you know. I don't have, like, a secret Tumblr where I'm just looking at weird bathrooms and, like, fading them. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Just the fact that it's, like, space where you get naked and it's, like, a little warm kind of, like, womb-like thing in, like, a shower. It's just a, it's a very, like it's, – it's definitely the most interesting, like, the room I have the most interesting emotional relationship with uh, in any, like, structure. Uh, and so that's part of the reason why I was, like, kind of obsessed with that weird bathroom you posted. I was like, this place rules. It's so cool. Yeah. And my current apartment has a weird bathroom. Did you see that? Oh, I, I commented. We talked about the chandelier over your toilet. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so my bathroom <laughs> is one of those that has no separation between the toilet and the shower head because the, re- no the bathroom itself is the shower. So everything gets wet. The, the sink, the toilet, all of it. By this point, you've showered in there. How is it? Is it is it as terrible as it looks, or is it fine? Is it just kind of weird? What, it's actually... <laughs> is it as terrible as it looks? It's actually fine. So I think that the thing that'll make it perfect is if I can get one of those shower wands, or butt showers, as it were. Uh, if I can get one of those, that'd be great, because then I can control the direction that the water's going in, and I don't have to worry about the whole room becoming a rain cloud. You could definitely buy one of those on Amazon and just replace the shower head. Yeah, I think they I'm have going those, to. For sure. Plus, wait, hey, bonus of your toilet being right there. You, guess what? You just have a butt wand now. Mission accomplished. A what? You, you have a butt shower now. You, I mean, your toilet's right oh, there. Yeah. Just get a wand <laughs> yeah, shower exactly. head. Boom. Kill two birds That's with one stone. You're living the dream. Yeah. Way to make lemonades out of lemons. <laughs> way to make... I don't know if you should have mentioned lemonade in that conversation. Yeah, that was a little bit. Shouldn't. That's invoking some, <laughs> some associations you might not, might not desire. Yeah. Uh, Yuck. <laughs> I don't know. I think you got there. I think uh, you're going you're gonna to win. It's going to be good. Yeah. But yeah, lots of changes. And it's, I mean, I love that the season is changing. Like we've talked about living in San Francisco and never feeling the seasons change it had a really weird effect on me. And I think that it's really important to feel the weather changing mm. when you're going through times like the times that I'm going through right now. It kind of feels like, oh, I've been here before and it's all going to be okay because it always turns out to to be okay and yeah. life is good yeah, you know i agree with you i love those seasonal changes yeah i got and- pants on for the first time no more shorts fuck shorts I hate those things. <laughs> and i have to ask you the token question like do you feel it yet do you feel the difference yet well that's a, that's a variation of the question no one's a, no one's asked it that way to me people have asked me like do you feel different but you said yet as if it is some sort of inevitability yeah you think it is inevitable i think so that i'll feel different at some point yeah no, I mean, uh, I don't feel different being married as opposed to not being married just because we were already in a completely committed relationship with the house and a dog and, like, all of the things that people get when they right. get married. But the marriage does make it different. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I definitely, like, had feelings about spending a weekend 
celebrating our relationship and more for me, like celebrating the people in our lives that are important to us and that like we want to surround ourselves with and like letting them know they're important to us. Like that to me was uh, honestly most of what the wedding was. And I appreciated doing that. Like that does have some emotional resonance for me. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I definitely, I don't feel like today's different than last Monday in any yeah. substantial way. Well, that's good. Except I got a cool ring to fiddle with. Just promise me that if you uh, feel the difference that you'll bring it up. Sure. I'll text you. <laughs> I had I had one friend who got married uh, a few months ago who said when it hit them, they're like, oh, my God, you know what? It It is. It's weird. There's just something slightly different. And it's hard to describe. Did it's it take a, a while for it to hit you when you were married? Um, For me, it hit me about a month later. Yeah. I remember I was uh, my ex-husband played indoor soccer and we would drive like an hour north to this like amazing indoor soccer building or complex whatever facility. What called. Yeah. And uh, I'd watch him play and then we'd drive home and it was on the drive back. It just like, I don't know what was significant about that moment, but it just hit me in this very real way. Like, this is my person. Holy crap. This is different now. Wow. Hmm. Maybe we'll have that moment too. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Perfect ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to talk to you Linda let's get back on a regular schedule yeah let's do it I'll I want to do it regularly send me those invitations on the calendar and I'll invite accept them just make sure you send them to my gmail address so I can actually put them in my calendar oh okay I know it's very I annoying I have too many email addresses but uh, that'll allow me to actually accept the invitation I can't accept them it's not intentional I'm, I'm a I know it's not intentional. user of things I just type in the word Andy yeah and then that's what uh, I would do too I'm with you yeah and then the first one that pops up is the one I click on. But the All right. Too many Andy's. Well, have a great Monday. You have a great Monday too, Linda. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. I'm happy for you too. Thanks. Good night. Bye.